Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Civic Action Podcast, the voice of the next generation. My name is Mauritz and I'm the founder and executive director for Tutankapulo. We are the 501c3 nonprofit organization organizing this podcast. Virtutum Populo is a student-led organization dedicated to promoting civic engagement and community involvement among youth in Miami-Dade County. We do this through programming, advocacy, and education. The Civic Action Podcast is one of the ways in which we carry out our mission. Before we continue, I'd like to give a special thank you to Miami Lakes Mayor Manny Sid for his generosity of letting us use the Vox Populi Studio. I'd also like to give a special thank you to the Miami Lakes Chamber of Commerce for their continued support. Today we have a very, very, very special guest, Andrea Ivory, the founder and executive director of the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. Andrea has so many different accolades and she is one of the top community leaders, I would say, in Miami Lakes, doing amazing work. She was a top 10 CNN hero back in 2010. She was a L'Oreal Paris Woman of the Month in 2009. She's received uh, so many awards, including being a Women's History Month honoree uh, in the Library of Congress. Thank you so much for making the time to, to meet with us today, Andrea. It's a real pleasure. Thank you so very much, Maritz, for having us today. So just a quick background for our guests and, and the viewers watching. Uh, Andrea and I first met back when Virtutum Populo hosted the charity basketball game in November of 2022, where we brought together Mayor Sid and, and Mayor Bobo to play basketball against each other to raise money for charity. And that was an awesome event. We were able to raise $7,400 for the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative, which was incredible. I mean, what did you think about the event, Andrea? I was overwhelmed with not only gratitude, but I was so surprised at how quickly your organization was able to garner so much support around breast cancer. So thank you so very much. I'm eternally grateful for your support. Thank you so much. And it wouldn't have been possible without my amazing team. It was really an all hands on deck project. And we hope to continue that basketball game again uh, this upcoming November. And, and now I kind of like to talk a little bit about you and about the organization. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about the WBHI and about what you guys do. So I, I think the best way to start is from the beginning. I am a 18-year breast cancer survivor. When I was diagnosed with breast cancer way back in 2004, I thought about those women who were losing their lives because they didn't have access or awareness. And I had this epiphany to meet women where they lived. So we started a nonprofit organization that literally knocked on doors. We were the crazy people who would knock on your doors on Saturday mornings. We started in 2006 with just 1,000 doors the first year. But prior to COVID, we were visiting 11,000 households, not only in Miami-Dade County, but also Broward and Palm Beach. We had a cadre of volunteers, over 15,000 volunteers help us knock on 130,000 doors. So unfortunately, we had to suspend that program because of COVID. COVID came along in 2020 and upended our national door-to-door -door campaigns because we were not only serving people here, but through the word of mouth and other um, educational materials throughout the nation. And we had to 
actually reimagine service delivery. So now we meet people not only where they live, but where they work through our workplace wellness program and also where they attend college through the virtual advocate program for college students. No, that's it's all incredible work, and I'm sure it was difficult to adjust after COVID, but from what I've seen, you guys have been doing an incredible job, and Richardson Popular was so proud to be able to contribute to that. Uh, one of the projects that you're currently working on is this beautiful license plate that we have right over here. Tell us a little bit about how that came to be. We're so excited that our legislators supported this mission to raise awareness and funds for breast cancer, to fight breast cancer and heart disease. So they came together and they enacted legislation to actually produce the very first disease prevention and early detection specialty license plate throughout the state of Florida. And this tag not only will raise awareness because it simply does say disease prevention and early detection. It will raise much needed funds to further our cause to ensure that everyone has a right to benefit from the disease prevention and early detection because without our health, we can't do anything. It makes it makes a lot of sense. We also have these beautiful license plate sunglasses. So I will those for the rest of the episode. For the viewers who are only listening to us, you're missing out on these beautiful sunglasses that I'm wearing. But, you know, jokes aside, I mean, it's such a great initiative and hopefully can raise a lot of funding for your organization. Uh, but most of our viewers, as you know, are students, either you know high school students or college students, and I understand that, that there's also opportunity for them to get involved in promoting this license plate, so tell us a little bit about that. Again, super excited. We are enlisting the support of our high school students and college students to get this license plate on the back of every car in the state of Florida. So the opportunity for them is to get community service hours. One important thing that every high school student needs is community service hours. So we developed a uh, ambassador program and thank you so very much Maritz for joining us on that and helping us to fully develop that so it will enable our high school students we'll start with them to get 100 community service hours by becoming an ambassador and becoming an ambassador is very very simple all that we're asking them to do is to engage and secure 10 of their family members and friends in the purchase of a pre-sale voucher. Pre-sale vouchers for the license plate are only $33. And once we hit our mark and we make and we make the the pledge to to have at least the threshold done, the Department of Motor Vehicles is going to print these plates and put them on the back of the cars, thereby sending funds directly to our organization to ensure that we're providing mammograms, heart screenings, care coordination, and patient navigation, but most importantly, preparing the next generation to lead disease deterrent lifestyles. I mean, that's, that's incredible work, and for any of the students watching, and when you go into the description of this video, you'll be able to find all necessary links if you're interested in joining the program. I mean, it's amazing, 100 service hours, and I think the top seller gets a Microsoft Surface Pro as well, isn't that correct? We're excited about that 
I keep using the word exciting, but because it is exciting. So the ambassador who sells the most pre-sale vouchers is not only going to get just a free pair of those beautiful sunglasses that you're wearing. Um, they're also going to get a lapel pin and they're also going to get a beautiful t-shirt. But the ambassador who sells the most pre-sale vouchers will be awarded a Microsoft Pro laptop. No, that's that's amazing. Um, and hopefully some of the students watching, you know, feel motivated by this and want to lead the charge on the sea prevention and early detection advocacy in their community and join us in the program. But I also want to talk about another, you know, young adult oriented program you have, which is the college advocacy program. Tell us about what that is and kind of what that does for the community. Yes, this program is so needed. Um, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is providing education, health education, health literacy, because we truly believe that to change the trajectory of health, we must focus on disease prevention and early detection. And many people ask us, why are we focusing on college students? Because college students are our future. And not only that, are they our future, they are not aware that they are susceptible to these diseases. For instance, according to the United States Preventative Services Task Force, it is recommended that you begin screening for hypertension at age 18. How are our college students going to know this? Also, according to the American Heart Association, it is recommended that you begin screening for cholesterol at age 20. How are our college students right. going to know Makes this? Sense, yeah. So we developed this virtual advocate program, which teaches them the basic tools and provide basic tools that they need to lead, learn, and live disease deterrent lifestyles. And it started back in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic because of our partnerships like Barry University, um, Miami-Dade College, uh, we had FIU, UM, all of those are were our partners through our door-to-door -door campaign. And they reached out, uh, several of them reached out to us and said, would you please develop something? So we developed an amazing program, which is a webinar uh, that students have to participate in either through curriculum or service learning hours or community service hours. And then they usually, they have to go to social media. It's not enough that we teach them what they need to do. It's most important that they teach others. So that program has been taking off. It started with just two colleges. By the end of the first year, we had 16 colleges across the country utilizing the program. And the second year, we had to dial it back. And we, we only had 1,500 students complete the, the, the program, the virtual advocate program. And it's continuing to grow, not only here in Miami-Dade County, which we rolled it back to, but now we're spreading out throughout the, the state. That's, that's amazing work. I mean, I'm just mind blown by how you guys are able to engage the next generation um, in part of your work as well, uh, but the, the community too, which brings me to one of your main community events, the Pink Walk at Miami-Dade College. Uh, tell us about that. When is that taking place? Um, are students allowed to participate? Is it a family event? And what are you guys trying to achieve by that? All of the above. Well, Pink Walk, it's a 5K walk and run and it's being hosted by uh, Miami-Dade College North Campus, who's one of our most important partners in the work that we do. Um, it, this 5K walk and run will be held on Sunday, September 24th. Um, it starts at 7 a.m. and we're asking the community to get involved. They can make teams. 
they can, you know, run or walk individually. You can bring children's. We are going to have a stroller stroll. You stroll your <laughs> children. But we're asking the entire community get to get involved because the funds raised through this 5K go directly to your community. We don't engage in taking any funding out of this community. So by walking and running, you could literally help change and save someone's life. Yeah, it, it sounds like like a great event, and I'll certainly be there. And hopefully, some of our listeners will join us there too. And Miami Day College, you're right; they're an incredible partner, as they have been to you, they have been to us, and we're very proud to to work with them as well. And you mentioned something that I'd like to touch on, which is that the dollars raised by you guys always go back to the community you serve, which is one of the main reasons that Richard and Popolo decided to contribute to the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative back when we did the basketball game because, you know, there's all these national cancer awareness organizations that are doing great work as well, but it's so different to give to a local organization that's doing work right where you can see the impact um, within our community. Would you say that that maybe gives you guys a different angle uh, because you're so community-based? I definitely believe that it does. There is nothing like getting out into the community to serve. I'm not talking about raising funds, but to do actual service. For instance, the women that we serve, the population that we serve are those who serve us every single day. They bring the, t the meals to our tables at our favorite restaurants. You know, they make the beds in our homes and our hotels. They groom us. They do everything that we need them to do, but yet, this particular population that we focus on just doesn't have the resources to participate in disease prevention and early detection. And unfortunately, they're often diagnosed at later stages of the disease where the prognosis is not so good. That's why we exist specifically for them. We meet them where they are. We work with their employers to go into their workplaces like Macy's or Fresco y Mas. We work with them to go into their workplaces, excuse me, educate them, and then also bring resources at no cost to them. But the services are not free to us, which is why we need to raise funds. And it's not enough that we serve this population once. We provide a continuum year after year after year so that they can actually fully engage in disease prevention and early detection. It, it makes a lot of sense and that's why I think so many community partners have, have worked with you guys. I mean, talk about some of these amazing partners that you have. Uh, so many different in the healthcare network, but also just community restaurants, day-to-day -day businesses that are supporting your costs. Talk a little bit about those, those organizations that are supporting you guys. We could not do the work that we do without our partners. Our hospital partners play a major role in the success of this organization. Since 2009, Baptist Health System has been one of our partners. Since the very beginning, Jackson Health System, Mount Sinai, Memorial, uh, North Shore Hospital, those are our hospital partners. We could not do this work without also the partners that help us with our physicians. Um, I can't name them all, but it's so important that we have this local support. And Macy's and Fresco Yamas, but then we also have national organizations like Quest Diagnostics that helps us. Uh, we also have all of our hospital, uh, all of our um, just collaborating partners who provide us not only the resources, but 
to serve those, but also help fund us, you know, like um, Genentech, uh, the Miami Heat, the Miami Dolphins, they all, all those foundations donate to our cause. So we couldn't thank them enough for supporting this effort because without them, the funding wouldn't be there to help continue this great work. That's, yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense to to rely on these organizations and it's kind of like a, a mutual benefit relationship. I know you guys do screenings as well for employees of organizations and companies if they need it. Is that correct? That is correct. Through our workplace wellness program, you would be surprised. The work, the, the, the population that we serve, their income is at about 200 to 250% of the poverty level. Their focus is basically running their families, okay? Making sure that they have the funds to pay their mortgage, get their groceries, keep their car running. So preventive services is not something on their radar. Unfortunately, they generally present to the hospital when they are at later stages of the disease. And we wanna make sure that we circumvent that because not only is it a burden on their family, it is also a burden on their society. When they're underserved, some of them are uninsured, some of them are underinsured, and our partners, our medical partners, work with us to ensure that no one is left behind. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. So I guess my next question is kind of a cliche, but I still like asking it. Where do you see the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative in the next five, 10 years? We know you're currently based right here in Miami Lakes. Mm -hmm. Do you foresee that continuing to happen? Do you see yourself expanding? Where do you see the WBHI going? Miami Lakes is home. It is the home of our first official office and it will continue to be our home. Uh, we are so thankful to our many supporters who allow us to make this our home. And in the next five years, there's expansion plans. Already with our virtual advocate program, we've already begun to expand that work. We've had to dial it back, but we want to expand that throughout the state of Florida and working with our legislators and getting appropriations to ensure that it's embedded in college curriculum is going to take us to the next level, not only for the organization, but for our state at large. If we can focus on your generation and get the behavioral change in this age, the sky is the limit for our future. And then also with our workplace wellness program, we are anticipating statewide growth with that. So we're looking, we're not, we are focused here locally, but we have plans for statewide expansion. That, that's great. So any of our listeners, if you want to contribute to the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative, if you're a Florida resident, and would like to purchase one of these beautiful license plates. They are on sale, the pre-vouchers, for only $33. And you guys are getting back $25 from that, correct? It is the best fundraiser ever, this license plate, because it's not just a beautiful plate, and might I say, it is a beautiful plate. It is plate. very nice, yes. This beautiful plate run, raises funds into perpetuity, because every time someone registers and the renews their license plate, they will be asked to donate another $25, which goes directly to our organization. So we're super excited about this opportunity. Not everyone has the opportunity to raise funds through this, but our legislators were so wonderful in supporting this cause because everyone knows someone who's been affected by breast cancer and heart disease. And when detected at its earliest stages, these diseases don't have to end in you can have almost a 99% recovery, or you can change the course of the disease. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And it's so great that the state of Florida was able to support you all. 
in getting the sun. So hopefully all of our listeners, you know, they, they want to purchase one, whether you're an adult or whether you're a student that wants to join our ambassador program and, and help sell this to your classmates, your friends, your, your, your uncle, your grandparents, neighbors. Uh, every step helps, I would say. And every purchase of this license plate helps you guys tremendously. It may not seem a lot of money to some $25, but to you guys, I'm sure it adds up and it ends up helping your mission so much. So, And we really want to emphasize the fact that for our students out there, you need community service hours to graduate. So if you join our ambassador program and just speak with Maritz, Maritz has an email address at flbreasthealth.com or you can reach him by phone or you can call us. Just make your it known that you want to be part of the ambassador program and get those 100 community service hours out the way. All you have to do is talk to your family and friends and ask them to purchase a $33 voucher. And then when we hit the threshold, take advantage of the license plate and get it on the back of your car. 100%. So any of our listeners, feel free to email me at Maritz, M-A-U-R-I-T-S at health dot com for more information on the license plate you can also follow the women's breast and heart initiative on instagram at wbhi correct okay and any final words andrea we're about to close up thank you so very much for this opportunity thank you to mayor manny sid for allowing us to come into his home and for being such a wonderful supporter thank you to our legislators thank you to all of our collaborating sponsors and thank you to you maritz thank you andrea we appreciate you we appreciate you too this has been the Civic Action Podcast. You can follow Virtutum Populo on Instagram and Twitter at Virtutum underscore Populo or on Facebook at Virtutum Populo Inc. You can also visit our website, virtutumpopulo.org. Once again, this has been the Civic Action Podcast from the town of Miami Lakes Town Hall. Thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm.